Welcome to Cryptids of the Corn. Each week, Justin and Jay take a look at a topic in the crypto and paranormal world. They focus on the Midwest and Appalachia of the U.S., but sometimes they venture out. With everything from well-known monster sightings to one-off cryptids, live person interviews to actual fieldwork sneaking in some science lessons, there's sure to be something you'll enjoy. Please join us this episode of Cryptids of the Corn. All right, guys. Welcome back to Crypts of the Corn. We have a new system, as you'll hear in a minute, and we had a little bit of an audio glitch and lost the beginning. So I'm just here to tell you that Justin, Jay, and Emily are doing this episode. And please enjoy, and please let us know if you have any feedback. Thank you. Exactly. Brand new mics, brand new recording equipment, all that jazz. So we're looking pretty good. Yeah. New desk. New desk, new computer. Yeah, same oxlottles. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, a couple... Sorry, moving the mic back a little bit. Yeah. We're still so figuring loud. this out. Uh, there may be a couple audio problems in these next com- upcoming episodes just because we're still figuring out this new system, but I don't think it'll be... I think already it's a it, lot better. It feels better already. But, uh, so some front of house stuff before we can get today's topic. Uh, we have some co-ops coming up soon. Uh, we have a couple planned with America's Scaryland, mm-hmm. um, and we have stuff planned. Uh, we don't have a hard date yet, but with Eric from Uncomfortable. Um, we have Salt Fork is just right around the corner of the Salt Fork Bigfoot com- Conference. Which we're very excited for. Yeah. Uh, so we will have a giveaway there. So come see us. We'll give something. It's two days, I believe. Mm-hmm. We'll give something small away each day. And then something big away at the end of the whole thing. So it's a free contest, so you got to come out and stuff, and you'll see how to enter when you get there. But uh, the big the big prize will be well worth it. We've given something like this away at a in-person thing, and it was very popular. Um, anything to add to that one? Well, uh, I'm, no, I'm excited. I think people will be excited to see us there once they see what we've got, what mm-hmm. we're bringing with us. I think it's going to be good. Let's just say the last one was pretty popular, I think, with you the most. Oh, yeah, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I won half of it. Right. All right, and then uh, keep on the keep an eye out. We're going to have a promotion slash giveaway episode for something special coming up. It's looking like mid-April right now, and we'll announce that then. Uh, it's going to be really, It's we're really excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun, uh, and then you guys get something out of it. It's a free entry kind of deal, that thing. But yeah, anything with any of those? We're getting ready to start conferences and stuff like that. We're gearing up for that kind of stuff. Yeah, big fit season's about to be underway. Mm-hmm. Then we will be going out at Salt Fork a couple of times, at least, you know, I were there doing mm-hmm. some Bigfoot stuff. I guarantee we'll get a Bigfoot recording. Because there'll be 10,000 other people there out in the woods. Oh, that's right. So we'll get something. Yeah, it's just going to be a bunch of... It's only one day. Oh, it's only one day? Yeah, just April 30th. Oh, then we'll we'll give stuff away that day. We we might give two or three things away that day. A couple small ones and a big one. We'll see. We like giving stuff away. Right, Because we don't spend enough money on this stuff. Right. 
Not nearly enough. I will say, this is another off-topic thing off the bat, if you are looking to get into podcasting, one of our recorders we, uh, recorder we just bought is the a Zoom PK4. It's like 200-something bucks. Go ahead and get it. It is so user-friendly, and it depends on how the audio sounds, but that's mostly on the mics we bought. Uh, but it's so user-friendly, it's crazy, and it's not that much more than cheap stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So just, you know, if anybody's looking into getting it, there you go. All right, so this week, any guesses? Well, everybody knows. I act like we don't. Right, today's topic is Supernatural Sasquatch. Super Woo! Sass. Yeah, and we put on the board Super Sass earlier. Um, so I'm going to give a little uh, disclaimer right off the bat. Uh, we'll be talking a lot of the attributes that are kind of associated with the supernatural and paranormal aspects of Sasquatch. Uh, we're going to look at these from a supernatural and paranormal explanation kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. some of these we've already gone over with a natural explanation, but we had a couple requests to do a supernatural explanation for some of these. So, like, a couple of the topics, yes, there are natural explanations for this. We are aware of this. We have done that kind of stuff. This episode is about looking at the maybe more supernatural explanations for some of these. And we're staying in that realm. Yeah. Does that make sense to everybody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, you want to talk about the... You want to give us the title for the first one? All right. For Supernatural Sasquatch, we're starting off with The Woods Going Silent. So, this kind of phenomenon is... A human is already out in the woods, and they experience a total silence. And most of the time, depending on who is talking about it, who's describing it, it's mostly animals going quiet. But I've heard mm-hmm. even people saying, like, the wind mm-hmm. and everything had stopped. Everything, which is pretty... We can explain the animal stuff, you yeah. know. I mean, that's, that's easy enough. Uh, but, you know, when the wind and that, like... If there's a, a road relatively nearby, like, you just all sound stops. Mm-hmm. So, this is kind of a semi-common one. When we start talking about these kind of things, there's nothing common about a Bigfoot or anything to do with Sasquatch or anything like that. But when we talk about this is common or semi-common with encounters. Right. Uh, mostly the, just the animals and stuff, but there's been you know, a handful of these that are just, like, everything stopped. Um, but so we're going to get into some explanations. Go ahead, Jay. You do the first one. Time slips. So you're stuck in between dimensions. Yeah. So what I think what you're, we're saying here is uh, uh, there's missing chunks of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do you, how would you explain that the best way? The, I, I kind of think of it is that you're standing there and like these people experience the woods going silent and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And what's really happening is they are stepping out of our current reality due to whatever these Sasquatch are doing. Okay. Whether they're hopping in and out, whether they're jumping forward in time, all this stuff that's talked about in these, you know. And it's interfering with our experience. Yes. We now. get caught up in it because we're close enough to the uh, kind of the focal point of where they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. It seems to not be when it's we talk about this kind of stuff. It seems not to be purposeful. It's just a it, byproduct. Yeah, basically. a byproduct of whatever they're doing, and you know we just happen to be close enough to experience it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
when we say time slips and stuff like that, you know, it's a big junk a jump in time, and they don't feel like they've missed that time. Like, it was two hours, but they only felt like it was ten minutes. Right, or ten seconds, yeah. even. And they're like, oh, wow, the woods are like... And then they get back to the car, and hours have passed. Right. And this... Sometimes there's a Sasquatch scene or a Sasquatch activity scene, you know, seen or observed. Sometimes there's not. So this is kind of one of the ones that can can be put in this bucket. Cannot, you know, could be something else. It could be an overlapping phenomenon. An overlapping phenomenon is a perfect way to describe that. Yeah. But so that's kind of that first one. The next one is kind of on the same strand, but without really the time jump. Okay. Uh, they're hopping in between worlds or, you know, in between dimensions or something like that. So, like we already said, this kind of affects the direct area of the world that they were doing this in. Yeah. So, again, we, we and all the animals and stuff like that get caught up in the sweep. So it's, yeah. Um, I don't know. It makes you, makes you wonder what these things are capable of. Mm-hmm. Especially with things going silent like that, and they can hop in between dimensions and things like that if they can. I mean, it's, it's supernatural Sasquatch we're talking. Yeah, it makes you it boggles your mind what they're actually capable of. And good point that you didn't try to make, but you made. At the end, we will go over our actual thoughts on mm-hmm. these, because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of these are not our thoughts. Right, right. A lot of these are... So, uh, I guess I should have explained that at the beginning. We put a poll out on the Facebook page and had people interact with us that way about some stuff of the supernatural variety of Sasquatch they wanted to talk about and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, this is completely our Facebook page based. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came up with some of these. Uh, they voted for what they really wanted us to go into and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, that is that. If you guys want to participate, I love running polls on the Facebook because it makes it easier for me... And Jay and Emily to give you guys more of what you want. Yep. Because we're never going to put. Yeah, we're never going to put something on there that we're not interested in. Right. So it's just you picking out of what we want. So it helps both of us out. Right. Yeah. It's more fun for us. Mm Hmm. Um. So yeah, that's kind of the the jumping in between worlds stuff like that. Mm Hmm. And that's going to come up several times in these we're going to go into today because it seems to have. This kind of thing is reported a lot. I don't know. It, we'll get into it more. Um, I guess the last one we had kind of for this section is their aura or just them, the the, the vibe, I guess, they give off. That's yeah, a their energy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, causes everything to go silent, like animals and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So this is more for the animals and not for the trees. And again, like we said, this isn't the natural explanation. A lot of predators can cause right. wildlife to just That's very stop. Com- a very common. Even yeah. a human being can do yeah. that. And uh, it's almost like when we were in Moonville, that experience we had after we went through the Moonville tunnel, how the it was so qu- quiet and yeah. silent. But if a creature that big, you know, that controls, I'd say, I'd say con- would control the woods, mm-hmm. you know, a yeah, top dog. Uh, anything the size of a Sasquatch is probably an apex animal. Yeah. And... and- yeah. If something does not want to be seen or heard by them, they're mm-hmm. going to be awfully quiet. Seems that maybe that one's a little less supernatural, but yeah, I know. But I'm it's bad still, with, I'm it, bad with the supernatural stuff. But it's still, you don't know if uh, their aura is like something they're putting out to like let these things know that they're there. Mm-hmm. So that could be a supernatural kind of thing, like your sixth sense, how you uh, sense someone's watching yeah. you. You know, if they can project that feeling. Uh, 
that that would be i guess supernatural because we can't do that Mm -hmm. that i'm aware of it's crazy stuff you might be able to do it though me yeah you got some and they cause everything to go quiet (laughs) no the only reason everything goes in the quiet is because i fall in the woods all the time oh okay (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I fell off a cliff in Hawking once. Oh, how did that carrying end up? A, uh, it's a that's a, a water flow meter. Yeah. Which sound doesn't sound that bad. Uh-huh. This thing's like a hundred pounds. Yeah. And I was kind of near the edge, and it gave away. The edge did. Yeah. <laughs> and Cynthia was our professor, and her eyes were like, <laughs> yeah, because I'm just gone. Yeah. I ended up working with her later in life. Did you get hurt? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I twisted my back. I couldn't move. Oh, my God. That was one of the first times I had to bring him home. Me and Emily have been dating for like a week. Oh, and no. And she had to drag me away because I don't trust chiropractors. Yeah. So I had to come all the way home to Dr. Hubble. Oh, And I was wow. dying on the couch. And I'm like all twisted up, and he's like, I'm like, fix me. And he's like, bop, bop, bop. And I walked out of there oh, two nice. foot taller. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I fell off a cliff. Oh, that's funny. All right. Like a real cliff. Right. <laughs> you, like, you remember the one we climbed down? Yeah. Something like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> With this friggin' 100-pound steel beast. It's not... I'm only laughing because you're here now and, I, and you're fine. I thought it was dead because it <laughs> hurt so bad. <laughs> and then it didn't hurt for a minute. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Oh, this is what dying is. Like, oh. You know when pain stops after it was extreme? Yeah. You're like, oh. This is your brain checking out and being like, yep. we had a good run, bud. This you was know, fun. Like, just walk into that light over there. Yeah. Oh, man. You're lucky. Uh, that's not the only reason I should be dead, but yeah, there's, there's plenty. Oh, I got a couple too. I mean, I've been, me and Nick have been in the water with alligators and I've been very close to wolves several times. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm not too scared of wolves. Alligators depends on the state. Uh, cause the ones in Arkansas are terrified of you. Don't matter how big they are. The ones in Florida will murder you. Yeah. Me and Luke are getting stocked oh, off topic, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nature's, the woods crazy. There, that's the bottom line. The woods are crazy, mm-hmm. people. All right. So the next subject we're diving into are orbs. Orbs, little balls of light. Yeah, they're seen. Uh, so there's a couple of different types of them. Uh, there's everything like spook lights are kind of a subset. Hellfire is kind of a subset. Uh, yeah, orbs in general are kind of. They can be a couple colors. They sometimes are seen in groups. Sometimes they're not. Mm-hmm. I guess. Spook lights and orbs are the thing that kind of sets them apart, besides maybe ball lightning, which is a recorded phenomena. It is documented. We still know what it is. Ball lightning? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ball lightning, though, kind of moves on a single track and doesn't really care what's in its way. Mm-hmm. These orbs and spook lights, or uh, lantern lights, act like they still have to... Uh, follow the rules of the woods and what i mean by that is they have to weave in and out of trees they have to you know duck under stuff like they're not it looks immune like a, from does it look the like physical in, world around them like an intelligent light yeah okay yeah, i mean it's, it really looks like it's the head of something walking through the woods mm-hmm. but there's nothing else as, as far as we can see is there gotcha but okay. that's yeah that's kind of what they look like uh well, so sorry no no go ahead go ahead uh <clears throat> So some of the explanations we have are these are the manifesting. Uh, Sasquatch are actually manifesting these lights through some innate ability they have mm-hmm. uh, to use as a hunting light or a hunting lure. Uh, it has been witnessed several times of them using this to blind deer 
and then Grab Deer. The one story I'm really thinking of, and I can't remember the name of the person, which is okay, but she witnessed a deer in her backyard, uh, kind of like where how our house used to be. You know, what you didn't have any neighbors. Yeah, house in the middle of the woods. And this deer was staring up at this little ball, a light, and she said like she's watching this deer for a few minutes. It's just memorized, mesmerized by this little ball, and then a bigfoot grabs its back legs and then twists its neck real quick and kills it real fast and then takes it into the woods. So it kind of seemed, if they weren't this, if the Bigfoot wasn't controlling the light, it seemed like they were working in tandem. Right. Uh, but this deer was like completely just, you know, infatuated with this light, enough to where eight eight hundred pound eight man could run up behind it and right. snap its neck. Which is craziness. Yeah. Either they're working together or it took advantage of that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's all kinds. the light itself was blinding. Yeah, so the deer was... Or was it, like, getting off, like, a sound or something that the deer was... As far as the lady reported, the deer was... It was just a light, and it was kind of... It wasn't, like, dark or anything like that. It was still, like, during the day. Hmm. And the deer was just, like, looking straight up at the light. So this light was probably, you know, six, seven foot off the ground, and the deer was like a dog staring at a ball, just like, what is that? Yeah. And then the Bigfoot comes up behind it and gets him. And there's been a couple other cases where that kind of thing reported... Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's not a one-off kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, that's the one story I knew. And I'm actually, we may have heard that on an early season of Monsters Among Us podcast. Hmm. That may be one of their call-in stories. It's hard for me to remember. He's got a lot of stuff out. We've listened to a lot of it. Um, but yeah, you want to, oh, well, I guess I'll do the next one because that was kind of one I brought up. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, they're using a light refraction ability. So this is kind of still kind of natural, kind of not. Uh, they're using a light refraction ability to refla- refract their light that they are actually is hitting their fur to a certain point, which happens to be above them, and so they can kind of be invisible. Mm-hmm. Um, U.S. Navy ships have developed a similar technology where they actually put their image above them so it looks like they're farther away. Which is pretty awesome yeah, technology. So, so if anybody's shooting at them, they're way off aiming. Mm-hmm. They're blowing stuff right past them. So there's kind of an idea that maybe Sasquatch is doing something like that. So it's focusing all the light it's reflecting, uh, which we all you know we all reflect light. That's how we see each other. Mm-hmm. So all the light it's reflecting though is fo- it's focusing like a crystalline structure up to a point. So you think it's? Do you think they can do this? Uh... Like with their own physical body, like their hair reflects refracts light, or is it like a uh, force field they're putting around their body? I think it could be both. Mm-hmm. When we start talking about this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and we'll get to our actual opinions on every one of these at the end. I want to reiterate that. Uh, okay, okay. So if anybody nips this out, like Justin believes in right. Sasquatch has yeah. force fields. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, hey, but I, no, as far as this is concerned, mm-hmm. I think both are... Uh, you know, an even possibility. Mm-hmm. A maybe not a force field, as in the conventional term that we talk about in sci-fi, right. but maybe a but just like a an, shell, yeah, of yeah. some kind that they're using for light refraction, mm-hmm. which would be a very good way to hide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah, it would be because I mean, isn't that how? Well, no. I mean, maybe not. I mean, we got the Navy ship. Yeah, I was gonna say like stealth bombers and stuff, but that's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, you wanna do the next one? Sure. Uh, they can um, Bigfoot can transform these lights to move them. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Transform trans- into yeah. these lights. Gotcha. Okay. Bigfoot can transform in- into these lights, these orbs, because 
there's a thought that Bigfoot could be fae folk, um, creature of the woods or whatever. Um, they have a form to travel on the ground, and the orb is more of an energy-based form to move. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know a lot about fae folk. How I know a little bit. Like, I know you don't trust them. You taught me that. You don't trust them. You don't take their gifts. And that is kind of off topic, kind of not. Bigfoot, in some situations, do leave gifts and this kind mm-hmm. of stuff, which does tie back to a fae folk behavior. Right. And it's kind of a trick or a trap, you know, to engage in some kind of, I don't want to call it a contract, but something of that right. nature. Right. S- Pretty much a contract, yeah. yeah. It's a yeah open form of communication, which if they are fae, you do not want. Mm-hmm. If they're not fae, you know, that may be a little different. And is fae, like, fairy? Yeah, like, that's I... the original kind of fairy folk. Okay. And fairies weren't originally like how we paint them today, like Tinkerbell and all that stuff. They right, were yeah. More, like, they could be big. I mean, they were, they were creatures of the wilderness. Right, that's what's just like spirit, wood spirits or whatever, um, fae folk, I yeah. don't know. So that is... Uh, People, a lot of people that get into this side of the field mm-hmm. lump Bigfoot in with the Fae folk as mm-hmm. a type of Fae folk, mm-hmm. which I may not think is true, but I can see that line of logic, mm-hmm. uh, and it doesn't discredit it as far as I'm concerned. If you go on to the supernatural side of things, this is probably one of the actual, one of the ones that I kind of think if you go on this route you know, why you'd point to this. Yeah. Because they do have a lot of similarities to ancient fae folklore and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Trolls in Europe are a type of fae. Uh, oh, or okay. a subset of fae. Fae just kind of is a kind of a catch-all for the supernatural of... woodland beings. Okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, fairies didn't have wings or something like that till like the 1880s or something like that. Our, our modern version of what fairies look like. Fairies could be small, like... Uh, gnomes and stuff like that or they could be very large like some of the mountain trolls okay gotcha so okay so that's kind of gets brought up a lot so we add that in that pot right and if they're if in fae folk i'm guessing you have supernatural abilities oh, yeah. as well yeah so turning into a orb or whatever a, a ball of energy to move around isn't all that outlandish i guess if you're in the fae realm <clears throat> yeah uh, the last one we have for this, I think it's the last one, uh, these lights actually have nothing to do with Bigfoot. Uh, they just happen to be seen in the same vicinity. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I can't say that word. Vicinity? Thank you. Okay. Uh, due to um, uh, just being in the same, like, they, they they might be fey folk, they might be something else, they could be their own creatures. But they just ha- inhabit the yeah. same area? And we kind of talked about, this gets on the natural side of stuff. Mm-hmm. But ecosystem builders, mm-hmm. uh, Sasquatch may be an ecosystem creator for something a little more supernatural. Yeah. And so they, Bigfoot may not care about these little balls of light that are followed around, but these little balls of light may be benefiting from something the Sasquatch is doing. Yeah. And so that's kind of why they're seen, you know, often together, but often not together. Okay. Like, like there's tons of people that see Sasquatch that go out and research and then don't have any lights, balls of light or nothing. And there's some that do. Mm -hmm. So it's not a, it's not like one of the super common ones, like some of the noises we hear and stuff like that. But it's not, it happens enough to where it happens. Uh, Yeah, it's not all that uncommon too. So there's something there, whether you're on the natural side or not, 
I think this orbs are one of the ones that the natural side of the Bigfoot, the people that, you know, do this stuff, really just throw away. Yeah. And it's reported enough to where it shouldn't be. You know, it's, it's to me, and I really fall on the natural side of things. Mm-hmm. But it's reported enough where you have to look at it. Like, it's... It's there. It's not two people, you know, it's... I th- I can't remember the actual number. It's like thirty percent of people, or something, or forty percent of people have weird lights, witness orbs, yeah, or something along the with lines. Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Emily, you've been quiet. Anything with orbs? What if they have like a treaty thing, like between the orbs and the Bigfoot, where like so many Bigfoots have to like give something to the orb, and that's why only certain ones are seen with them. Hmm. Like only certain ones. Co- coexist with them because they yeah like they want so many of their kind to work with you kind of just made me think of something and i think so i here's another here's a science lesson for you yeah i'll force one in all right (laughs) uh pilot fish and juvenile great white sharks that's what you just made me think of because there'll be each juvenile great white shark is learning so they transform when they when they're hit about eight foot long they have to start living more like the adults. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really hard because they're not that big mm-hmm. when you compare 20, 23-foot adults. And, you know, there's stuff like that. Orcas are out there. They get 30 foot. And there's a lot bigger stuff in the ocean than 8 to 10 foot. Right. Uh, and they can still get they can still get rocked by a dolphin. Mm-hmm. One dolphin, not a pod, you know. Yeah. So there's these things called pilot fish. Here's why they're called pilot fish. They're little tiny pretty fish about, you know, 6, 7 inches long, purple and white striped. Really bright colored in their open ocean fish, which is really odd for open ocean fish. Mm-hmm. Most reef fish have this kind of coloring because they have shelter. These pilot fish will help navigate and guide great white shark juveniles to feeding grounds and food. Like they'll go out. So this one shark will have six or seven pilot fish around its head. And a couple will stay back and the rest will go out. They'll find food, they'll locate something, and they'll come back and they'll start bumping his head to steer him in the right direction. And then their their bit out of it is they get fed out of it. Because mm. this little tiny fish can't eat a seal. But you know when that gray white shark tears that seal apart, there's plenty of scraps. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of made me think that maybe, like you said, one Bigfoot may have a couple of these things. Maybe it's something more of the pilot fish and the great white shark. These little orbs really can't do anything by themselves. Like we've seen with the deer. Mm-hmm. But I definitely can lead a Bigfoot over here. Yeah. And I definitely can eat the scraps. Yeah. Hmm. That's kind of, that's a good point. Yeah. I was also <laughs> thinking back to... You're really going to go for two? Yes. <laughs> jumping between the times. It just made me imagine a Bigfoot and like a TARDIS. Okay. Well, I'm going to... Don't take my mic. <laughs> yeah. Don't mute me. But no, I'm Don't just thinking. Mute me. <laughs> no, I have power. <laughs> I'm just thinking because then there's, I mean, you don't hear him. You don't mm-hmm. see him. Maybe it's like, stop. Maybe it's like camouflaged in. Okay. And they're advanced enough from learning from us that they're able to work a TARDIS-like object. I don't think they learned anything from us. And that's why you can't hear or see them leave. All right, this will be... You should have just stopped after your first one because it was good. (laughs) All opinions are good here. Okay. Yeah, no opinions about opinions. This is the cryptids of the corn where 
we stay magical in our minds and thoughts. And tantalize your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Mute both our mics. <laughs> <laughs> this has become the Justin England podcast very quickly. All right, but that's kind of it for orbs, I think. Anybody else have anything for orbs? No, that's pretty well covered. Okay. All right, this one is probably our doozy of the episode. Uh, yeah, I'll say that. This probably is, you know, this is probably the, the oddest of them all with the most backing, I'm going to say. Okay. Um, it's mind speaking. So this is where they're actually talking to you inside of your own head. It's like telepathy. Yeah, some form of telepathy or telepathy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's very freaky. It's very intrusive and stuff like that. So if you go over to Sasquatch Chronicles, which is probably the Bigfoot podcast, uh, he had an interview with Les Stroud, and Les Stroud explained his you know his uh situation with us several times in his life or experiences yeah like the first time he had it happen is uh they said he, they, he was actually filming the bigfoot show and he didn't ever brought it up till way after the bigfoot show was canceled but um they said to him uh you want to meet us stay the night and he like froze because it was like clear as day somebody in his head and they kept saying, you know, if you want to meet us, just just stay the night. We'll show you ourselves, but you got to stay the night. And he's like, he already had felt where they were. He hadn't seen him, didn't see nothing. And then they were like, yeah, we're over here on the hill, like answering him. Mm. And then he's all he, he's like, I had to answer, I had to answer, but he said, all 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 I could think of is I'm I'm not ready. And they said, okay. And then everything stopped. Yeah. And he's like, we stopped filming. We didn't see the night like we were supposed to, blah, blah, blah. Then he's had it happen several other times. And the one time when he was ready and he came out, the only answer he got was he's kind of the same as like a, uh, kind of like how you put like a voicemail. Like, no, or we're sleeping. We're sleeping now. Mm-hmm. And that's all the answer you could get is we're sleeping now. We're sleeping now. So there's, this is not the only time this has ever been reported. This is weirdly common. Yeah. It's not common by any means, but it's happened enough where it's something that needs further investigation, further, you know, actual research in. What makes me wonder is, did they speak to him in English? I'm assuming, yeah, in his brain. Or is it just like they can project that thought? I, I think it's, when you get into something like that, it's... I think it's irrelevant of what language you think. Yeah. Because I think it just comes across. It's like an energy they're just putting out there and you you are translating it yourself, maybe? Something similar. Something like that. You yeah. Know. And I want to say this. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Les Stroud. Same. Uh, I, I love I love the guy. I love what he did. You mm-hmm. know, his show. He's still out there doing like talks and stuff. And like, right now he's doing, I think it's country music. Oh, he was a musician, I believe, yeah. before he ever did. Yeah, but now he's back to traveling, doing yeah music. Oh, good. That would be awesome to see. But uh, super nice guy. If he ever so, wants to do, come on our show, you know, we'll interview him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We Every time he'd ever let us. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so that's just something that I wanted to say that it's not doggy on the Stroud whatsoever. I have the most respect for the man. I, honestly, out of like 
this is, I'll tell you this, this is the only reason I take this part of this seriously. It's because of him. Yeah. Yeah. If it wouldn't have been for him coming out, this mm-hmm. is one of the things I would have been like, okay. I can't think of anyone more credible, I guess, in this outdoorsy field, I guess, than him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really can't. I, I agree. If this would have been anybody else, I'd have been like, okay. Right. Sure. And, yeah. Yeah. Did you have aliens eating pie with you too? <laughs> uh, but, you know, I do. I believe that he experienced this. Jay's about to pee himself about the yeah, aliens and the pie. I don't thing. know why it's so funny, but it was. Uh, I do believe he had this experience. I don't know if it was actually Bigfoot or something else, and we'll get into that here in a bit. Mm-hmm. But this, I believe this happened to him. I mm-hmm. believe he had this experience. Uh, and he helped me take this part of the phenomenon more seriously. Yeah. Because I fall into that, that, that trouble, too, you know. Of, like I said, I fall more on the natural side, and this gets to be... We'll talk about reasons this may be something else. Mm-hmm. But um, right off the bat, you want to take the first one? Uh, the, the They have the ability... To do this naturally, or at least, or at least some do. This is part of their communication. Um, I think it seems from a lot of the stuff we've researched, or just stories you hear all the time, they communicate to each other this way, and they can communicate long distances this way, and it's a way they keep out of sight. I think is just having this ability to speak without. Or to talk or communicate without actually speaking or making anything actual vocal. It's just all in your mind. So, playing devil's advocate, Uh if that's the case, why do we have so many loud noises, so many calls, so many tree knocks, so much verbal uh, vocalization around people? Or not even around people, like the Ohio house is a quarter way off. I just, mm. not discrediting anything. Yeah. But that is, for this part of it, has always made me weird about it. Because why do, if they have this ability, why talk at all? Right. Because you're just going to get found. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's easier for somebody to be like, okay, I know he's on that mountain. Yeah. You no, know, if he wouldn't have said, huh? You finish. If he wouldn't have said anything ever or made any kind of vocalization. Would have never known he's there. Known. Yeah. What were you going to say? What if it's like a by a certain age you're able to do that? Like maybe a certain age is only able to speak through the tree knocks and all that because they haven't learned so yet. Like, yeah, learn ability over to time. Do, mm. Yeah, that, that could be something like that where they. I could see that. Yeah, I think I think you it. brought that up too later on. That only some of these can do it. Right. Okay. Like like like, like you said, uh, older or learnt individual. Or mm-hmm. even if it's like you know how they have like maybe it's like split in their. I don't know what to call it. Stop. We'll get into that later. That's already, <laughs> that's already a written idea. Oh, okay. I don't know. I haven't even read or listened to your ideas here. I know. Yeah, I mean, well, maybe they're making the noises and stuff, too. To They know you can hear it. Even though they know they're far you. away. It's just to, like, make this and, like, scare people off or that, uh, other you know, animals or stuff. You know, you never know. That could be a viable option, too. I just, it, that's just one thing that's always. Oh, yeah. Question everything. Yeah, because how hidden they try to be or want to be. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be screaming and yelling. Yeah, and... if they didn't have to. Right, exactly. Uh, if, if they had the ability to communicate te- telepathically, mm-hmm. they would. Well, like that's the easiest way to say hidden. Another one thought though, like when you stub your toe, 
if you could scream telepathically or just out loud, what are you going to do? Yeah, but they make a lot of noise often. He's, Have you seen their toes? Imagine stubbing one. Yeah, they don't stub. What are you going to stub? Look at that thing over there. What are you going to stub that on? Uh, snapping turtle? Or a giant tree. I don't know. He's sprinting real fast and just, you know, one wrong move. All right. All right, so the next one. Maybe a cliff fell out from under him and he fell down the cliff side. And <laughs> That's, I didn't scream during that one. Mangled his back. You don't scream during that. You're just kind of like, well, this is it. <laughs> you know that little scene in movies? Well, you this, is my, this is my life. This is me. Yep. You know, as it falling in slow-mo. Yep. You ever wonder how I got here? Well, let me tell you the story. The, the, see, and, there's another time slip dimensional yeah. thing. And before I smack into a big rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I can see my foot moving way over there. Or what if they're weighing, like, the odds of... Okay, will it be easier for me to interact with them by telepathic or by the knocks? Because who to interact with who? The Bigfoots. To interact with people or whoever. Why? Why like, are they trying maybe, to interact with people in this nature? Because maybe they're trying to like not scare them off so they could watch them. Because I know, like before, we've talked about them watching humans to watch their behaviors mm-hmm. to see how to take care of theirs. So maybe they're doing that. To see, okay, which one should I use to not scare them off so it'd be easier to watch them? Hmm. True, because uh, imagine a voice just pops in your head one day and how freaked out would you be? I think he talked about that too. That's a good point. I think he talked about that too with like, I think the voice is more freaky Mm -hmm. than like, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, even if I think that's a Bigfoot, it's like, okay, that's a natural... Like, and then in your voice, you're like, hey, we're over here. Right, yeah. Stay the night, and we'll show you ourselves. Yeah. Like, yep, yeah, guess what I'm not doing? Right, yeah. Any of that. Yeah, exactly. I'm getting back in that news van over there, and I'm going to go to a pizza place. That's where I'm sleeping at night. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, another, uh, like I said, this is probably going to be the chunkiest one. Mm-hmm. Uh, More chunky. Yeah. This can seem really demonic or alien in nature. Uh, and those both of those kind of been reported semi-often with both of those phenomena. Mm-hmm. Uh, aliens often use mind speak. Uh, and then, I guess, yeah, later on, they'll... They kind of... A lot of these, these two share a lot of stuff all together. When mm-hmm. we get into these three kind of triangles of this paranormal stuff, which... Kind of leads me to believe that they may be one and the same, because it's it's just weird when we talk directly about mind speaking stuff like that. Anything that violates your personal space like that, and this may just be a very human reaction. It does not seem good. I don't care what it seems like its intentions are. Right. It's entered your mind, your most sacred private space, mm-hmm. and it's in there. Mm-hmm. So that's and aliens do that too. As far as we can tell with alien abduction stories and stuff yeah. like that, it seems to be very common in both sets. And it makes you wonder if 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 people actually invite that in or if they're breaking that barrier and just automatically See, going I in. think they're kind of breaking that barrier in some of these. I just mm-hmm. heard a story on whose was it? Was it a podcast? Yeah, it was a podcast. I'm just I'm, to a lot of them. I'm trying to, I'm right. just trying to give them credit. I think it was Yeah, it was Sasser's Chronicles again. Okay. Uh, I just I don't wanna 
rip anybody's a bit without right. saying who it was. Right. Uh, but yeah, this lady was talking about her experiences, and I don't, I don't. I think the first time it was just like very like aggressive, like how it entered. It wouldn't say anything aggressive. It just was like, mm-hmm. it's in your head, mm-hmm. and there wasn't a thing you could have done about it. Yeah, like a bear coming in your living room. Yeah, and it freaked her out, and she didn't move or nothing like that, and then caught you know, and. I think with a couple of the other later ones we're going to talk about, we kind of get that feeling with time for other things. Mm-hmm. Any more on the demonic or alien, maybe? Well, I mean, I can just see where it's where it could be demonic, violating that your personal your mind space. What if it? They, what if they? It seems just, very negative. Yeah, don't seem that. I mean, unless they're just saying awfully nice things, like the devil has a silver tongue. Right. Right. I mean, you never know. I'm just, but, but I always, I always, I do think believe... it's the way you get there, not the way you do when you get there, kind of thing. True. I mean, I, I also don't know if all that stuff is always bad. I mean, there's always good and bad and everything, so you never know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I guess your big difference would be the invitation versus right. Yeah, the, the I'm here violation. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Unless Stroud may have. He he was very. He said he was very panicked and stuff like that the first time it happened. Yeah. So who knows if that was? Did he accidentally invite him, or was it just? Or did they know his intentions from right. the get go? I'm saying he that's wanted to see that kind of an accidental invitation, and that was know? his yeah invite. I'm out looking for Bigfoot. Uh huh. So this last one is where we start getting off of the actual Bigfoot rail. Is that maybe these interactions we're having? that seem extra, extremely paranormal, are not indeed Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. They are stuff like the Fey Folk, which are known to shapeshift to give you the face you expect. Mm-hmm. If you're out in the woods and you experience something, your mind a lot of times goes to Bigfoot. Yeah. So then these Fey Folk, or whatever they are, put on this Bigfoot face. Mm-hmm. And that's how they interact with you. So, you know, that's they're, they're the extra and ordinary. And they're like, okay, this is what they want to see. This is what we'll do. Right. And that's why we kind of get these two subsets of Bigfoot, it seems. We have a lot of Bigfoot that just seem like hyper-intelligent animals, like us. And then we have a lot of Bigfoot that have way weird paranormal abilities and paranormal going-ons. So what if it really is not one thing? It's this split. It's a actual flesh-and-blood creature that is a Sasquatch. And this other thing that's putting on a Sasquatch face to interact with people. Yeah. And that's kind of when I, I kind of lean towards a lot, you know, it's just something like the Fae or the, maybe a puck wedgie or something like that. That's, which would not be good. Mm -hmm. That's why we get some of these extra, not good feelings around Sasquatch and stuff like that. And we're talking, we have that later coming up, but sometimes it's just horrid. The experience Mm -hmm. you have. It does seem like there's something there to it because it seems like there's always two kind of experiences with Sasquatch and one mm-hmm. being the, the clearly a, a flesh and blood creature and something else just whether it's floating through the woods or the, just by the way it's moving the way it appears. It just doesn't appear to be quite flesh and blood, mm-hmm. but it you know it, what you're seeing. Yeah. It doesn't seem quite right. It messes with your head. Yeah. 
Like it might even just look blurry. It might look extra dark, extra black, extra shadowy. Mm-hmm. But you know it's has the shape of a bipedal Bigfoot, in quotes, looking creature. It could just be a trick, yeah, to scare you off. Mm-hmm. Shape-shifting. I would never count it out. Because, I mean, Native Americans have stories of shapeshifters, of shapeshifters in all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And stories of the men and the wild men in the woods and things mm-hmm. like that. And why wouldn't something overlap or use that as a... If it had the ability to shapeshift, why wouldn't it use the top dog creature to shapeshift into? Anything else for you, Em, on this mind speak? Anything no. else? Um, I think we cover quite a bit. It's it's definitely uh interesting. I don't know if I would I would I almost want to experience it, but at the same time, I don't. I don't. I don't want anything to do with this. But I wouldn't mind like just experiencing the phenomenon once, just to know what it's even like because i can't even really imagine what it's like mm-hmm. all right well we're going to take a break and then we'll be right back with disappearing slash going invisible using brand new technology day one uh so we're going to dive right back into disappearing and going invisible mm-hmm. so this is uh sasquatch has often been reported as just like vanishing mid trackway or vanishing uh like you see him walk and then he walks a little bit more and he's just gone gone yep uh more towards the side of you know otherworldly disappearance not just like an animal disappearing in the woods kind mm-hmm. of deal yeah um, you got anything to add to that i uh i mean i it's almost every single sasquatch encounter they all disappear you know eventually every single one mm-hmm. so first one uh the light ref- reflection ref- how do you say that reflection reflection from their hair causes them to not be seen or have what is described as the predator effect, which is from the movie Alien vs. Predators, how they kind of how they go weirdly invisible. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you what you meant by the predator, but that movie makes yeah, sense. Yeah, the movie. Hey. Because uh, okay. the lady, uh, I can't remember the, the doctor's name. There's a UFOlogist that's just outside of Walpock by us, and his wife experienced this uh, while she was hunting in a tree stand. Huh. And she had lost time and all like all the big things and blurred photos on her phone of trying to take pictures of it. But it was like a human-sized thing, or a little bigger than a human, climbing through the trees past her as this big predator effect kind of transparent glob. Hmm. You think it knew she was there, though, right? I think it did. I think it had somewhere to be, though, because that was the same day the Wapak UFO landed. Oh, Wow. Oh, you didn't know about that? No, I did not. Mm. We'll have to we'll have to get into that. You just don't know nothing about nothing. I don't. I know nothing. Don't we all though? I guess you're right. <laughs> um, but yeah. You wanna do the next one? Yeah, they're shifting um to another dimension or stepping between them to help hide. And this kinda goes back to our last thing. We've talked about that a couple times already. Mm-hmm. And yeah. But just to touch on it again, I mean, they can step in and out of this world or this realm to another. Uh, 
it's if they had that ability, it makes sense how they can disappear. I mean, simple as that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that that'd be pretty, and that would explain. Like, uh, there's a lot of Bigfoot trackways, mm-hmm. like stop in the middle of a field. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a lot of that. Like in the snow-covered field, like they'll be like a hundred yards from the wood line, and they just stop. Huh. So some people that are on more of the natural side think they super jump. And it'd be crazy. Hmm. I don't know. Like jump a hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Good lord. I don't know. They got all kinds of. I mean, what what are we saying here? You know, it's like is a, jumping a hundred yards crazier than anything off of this list? I guess not. Well, kinda. Interdimensional travel. Well, true. If you could do that, I mean, I think it's uh, tires can jump like fifteen yards. That's really? forty-five feet. Yeah, but that's a hundred's a big. It's jumping a football field. Yeah, but these are a lot bigger than a tiger. It's like the Hulk jumping like the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Maybe they are the Hulk. That's another one. Put that on the list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, here's going back into they are have a shape-shifting ability, too. Mm-hmm. They may be just transforming into a less conspicuous shape, like, a, like you know, a mouse. Okay. If you're looking for a nine-foot-tall man. Yeah. And it just turns into a mouse, there you go. Yeah. Like I said, not all the these are not all our ideas or anything like that. These are what... Other people have answered to these questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, but, like... I'm not I, discrediting it. I'm just yeah, saying that it's not I what I think. Out. Right, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I wouldn't rule it out, though. If, if it could shapeshift... Uh, yeah, a mouse would be a good one, actually. If it could shapeshift, why would it walk around as a nine-foot-tall, hairy monster? Hmm. And not like Godzilla. Maybe, maybe it take some energy to shapeshift. Mm-hmm. You can only do it so many times. Adding more rules to something that yeah. we already don't know the rules about. Exactly. We're creating them. What? There was one thing I got really mad. Like rules about ghosts and stuff like that. Like who makes these rules? Right, yeah. Like, oh, they can't do this. Like, who, how? How do you know that? Right. You don't even know if they're real. Yeah. And you have a whole rule, rule subsets. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, by the way, Emily's not here. She took a break after the break. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about that. I looked over. I turned her mic off and everything. She's been talking this whole time. Her mic's on mute. <laughs> um, Where were we? I think the last one here. They, uh, Go ahead. There's something similar to a ghost or a projection. They, can, they kind of there and not there. Um, and they're so... Wait. So the signal okay. that they are can kind of get weak and fade out. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I okay, so like they're projecting themselves. Kind of like, and I wrote down here, a callback to another Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, like the Predator, uh, Total Recall, where he has this little device where he can project his image somewhere else, and uh, but it does everything he does, and then when they start shooting at him with their guns, nothing happens. He mm-hmm. sneaks up behind him and cracks over the head. And I think I actually heard kind of another similar theory on America's Scary Land. Uh, like they're talking like black holes and stuff, and how it's recorded data, mm-hmm. and everything it eats it remembers. Oh, okay. And then it projects it somewhere else. So cryptids could be a projection from a well-off planet somewhere in the middle of a black hole that's been just eaten. So that's why they're there and not there. They're hmm. just projected data. Interesting. And it's a it's a di- you know it's a different train of thought. Well, yeah, if we're all living in a supercomputer. Well, I don't want to get into that in this episode, but what would matter if we are or aren't? It doesn't change anything. No, I don't. 
I don't. It's That's just, why I don't like talking about because it, it doesn't. It, it just it, helps it, create understanding. It doesn't. No, it wouldn't. It whether you would know, you'll never know either way. True. Until Every test you could ever run would give you an un, an unsatisfactory result. Mm. Interesting. Now you just angered me because it doesn't matter. It's a debate right. that doesn't matter. That's true. It don't matter. Till the end. Till your dad don't matter. Mm-hmm. All right. You want to do the next one? Yes. So the next topic is causing people to freeze or have extreme panic. Yeah, this is a very, a very, very, very common thing. And yeah. This is something that a lot of times this uh, a Bigfoot doesn't even have to be witnessed or a Bigfoot scat activity. I almost said scat. Scat-tivity. Yeah, scat-tivity. You don't have to see poop either. It uh, doesn't have to, you know, it isn't witnessed and still have these uh, these feelings and then they see something Bigfoot after. Mm-hmm. And we, we covered this too in our natural uh, Bigfoot episode. Yes. Yeah, like a lot of these questions we've already taken a hard look at, kind of, mm-hmm. with uh, the natural line, of, uh, like thought line. But having the uh, supernatural, the first one here, is they enter your mind and can cause this reaction. With Like we talked about with the mind speak and Les Stroud, um, it has been reported that these feelings, that these feelings before they... Oh, just saying uh, the activity. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. We're not I'm, good readers. I'm terrible at reading. That's why these are just mainly notes. Yeah. We're trying something a little new. They may they may they they may just do this to scare you away or for some other nefarious reasons. Yeah, so it they're getting in your brain and causing these reactions. Mm-hmm. And it could just be just simple like, "Hey, I want you out of here." So, you know, this is how you feel now. Which is, yeah. Or something a, a lot worse. And like if they could project a thought into your mind, I'm sure they can project a feeling as well. Yeah, I like, think that'd be easier. Exactly, yeah. But uh yeah. Uh, another one is these are natural human reactions to something of a paranormal level uh, in some deep pit of your brain. Uh, mm. There's just something there that's like, okay, you know, it's 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 time to get, we got to get out of here. Oh, it's like uh, your natural reaction, yeah, to the paranormal. Because uh, this has been described a lot with uh, stuff like poltergeist and stuff like that and aliens and mm-hmm. just the dread, extreme dread, panic you know i'm gonna die i'm gonna die yeah and that may be the really deep part of your brain be like this is way above our pay grade we gotta get out of here make like a tree and leave Mm -hmm. that's not what you said earlier huh that's not what you said earlier i said make like a tree and get the heck out of here yeah that's from back to the future um like kind of the last one i have written for this is they cause these feelings uh of something more negative uh, to help feed off the energy it produces. This is going off of them being some kind of other type of being. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, not being supernatural or paranormal, your brain does produce electromagnetic signals, and they do change frequency when you're feeling dread, fear, panic, and stuff like that. So that mm-hmm. may be a more... If it is a creature that eats something of that nature, it may be a more palatable version mm-hmm. of the energy they're consuming. And this kind of ties into our next topic but uh i've also heard that theory uh with like aliens and stuff mm-hmm. like that aliens demons or they're all one and the same mm-hmm. and they can and they can feed off that negative energy and they project that into our world so they feed so they can live and big feed farm off it. yeah and we're basically we're basically just a food source to whatever they are and doing whatever we do but they incite that panic and fear and like your everyday thoughts and lives so they can live and feed and do whatever they need to do to survive. So, 
Yeah, if you believe in that sort of thing, which I kind of do. I kind of do at times. It makes sense. Makes sense why it, some things are the way they are. It's definitely something that needs more attention. Yeah, more attention, more, more of a, more of it spoken about, or just mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so another one is the alien connection. Right. Uh, so there's the Chestnut Ridge incident. Which, which we haven't covered that on no, here. And it will be an episode. Mm-hmm. But um, just the short Bigfoot-like creatures with red glowing eyes were seen exiting uh, a UFO and then re-entering a UFO. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that there's a lot more that happens in that encounter. A lot. But that's just kind of the short and the sweet for what we're directly using right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of Sasquatch activity has been directly witnessed before and after UFO sightings. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times that Sasquatch activity, and this may just be drawing lines where there's no lines, but a lot of times that Sasquatch activity is a lot more negative mm. and a lot more harsh. Mm. Uh, you're not your local forest giant. Right, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. But the Sasquatches that we're seeing coming out of the Chestnut Ridge craft were very thin. Mm. Uh, they weren't these big hulking Sasquatch like we see, which there are thin re- Sasquatch reports. Right, yeah. It's not uncommon, but a lot of Sasquatch are like real big has Got some... NFL guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have a lot of similarities to aliens, uh, glowing eyes, mind speak, the feelings of unease and dread. Yeah. And just, you know, so that's just one thing we wanted to put out there. Yeah. I mean, there's some connections. There's not a whole lot of uh, accounts for it, but there. It's, it's there. And... Some of the stuff is just like I could I could describe these things and tell yeah have you guess what I'm talking about, and you could guess demons, you could guess aliens, mm-hmm. or you could guess Sasquatch. Right, and they they all overlap that same realm mm-hmm. of whatever this topic is paranormal, almost paranormal, but not paranormal. But it's all still in the same. They're always lumped together. Mm-hmm. Always lumped together. Uh, next one. One Foot in the Spirit World. So this was a submission by Cody Smith. So thank you for that. Uh, he is on our Facebook page. Mm. Uh, but So we kind of took it as uh, Sasquatch is a forest spirit. Uh, so they are not fully there even when you are witnessing them. They are more of a, uh, uh, a manifestation of actual forest energy. Uh, so they're not... Actually, that's why they have these abilities that would be very far stretched for a true flesh and blood creature. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how we took it. So that would be kind of you know they're kind of the split between the the hard wor- world and the spirit world. Mm-hmm. So th- they're the guys in the middle that protect. And I I've always heard like how we are living in a spiritual world. How everything. I mean, it is physical, but it's also not at the same time. And Metaphysical. They, they they all overlap at the same time. Everything exists at the same time. And if there is, I would say that this being could be a forest spirit because they're always seen, you know, hiding in the woods or wherever they're living. But there should be something that can go in between both. If both are existing, why not have something that can go in between both, you know? If this is what it is... It would make a lot of sense. It would check a lot be... of it would check a lot of boxes. Yeah, exactly, and and, and a lot of boxes that uh, aren't normally explored or checked mm-hmm. here. But it would also uncheck to. a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
it's definitely it's definitely something to keep in mind. Because mm-hmm. we those things aren't really talked about in the everyday like thought of what where we're living, you know, what Earth is, where we are, what we're doing. It's not really spoken too much of or even really known exactly. It really just isn't. Unless you believe every theory that's out there about the ball spinning, the core, everything about the Earth. It's all just a theory. Have you seen it? I'm I'm just smiling. Right. Because you're <laughs> nuts. I'm just saying it is. It really is all a theory at the end of the day. We don't know for sure what's under us. You know, we don't know for sure what's out in space. Me and you are going to go to the salt flats and do the curvature experiment. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm not opposed to the earth being curved or a ball or a sphere or pear-shaped, whatever they want to tell us it is. A donut. Or that, yeah. It's always something. You ever seen that? Yeah, I have. The picture or the velociraptor, the true. It's just people making fun of the flat earth. Oh, okay. Like they always post, like, no, guys, this is the true shape of the earth. And it was like a velociraptor with like the earth print over it. Oh, yeah. No, just I've stuff seen like that. that. Yeah. I have seen the donut one, though. I've seen the donut one. You know, and that one, I don't, I don't rule that one completely out. You'd see the other side. Would you, though? If you were in the hole. But are we ever in the hole? Yeah. Like, who? They put, uh, Australia and part of Asia. No, they're not. You know why? Because you can't see the other side. Well, yeah, that's why we know it's not a donut. Mm, do we though? Yeah. Have you ever flown over the North Pole? Yeah, actually, my twelfth birthday. Yeah, you lie. You lie from the Bidell and the truth ain't in you. This <laughs> the South Pole. Have you been there too? Which ones has us have the portals to the inside of the Earth? Well, supposedly both poles do. Supposedly. All right, off topic. Moving yeah. on. All right, I'm yeah. killing this thread. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next subject: glowing eyes. So this is not something I have experienced, but this is something that's very common. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sasquatch eyes often glow red, but reflect green or yellow. Yes. Uh, so, you know, glowing red eyes is not the best thing for your PR. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's uh. Like, yeah, you should have picked a different color. Yeah, it's never, not if you're trying to be like, I don't know, trying to bring good vo- mm-hmm. It's not the best thing. Yeah. Uh, so first thing off is we have demonic or, yeah, just, just demonic in general, you know, it's just, it seems very not good. Right. A pair of glowing red eyes yeah. is never, is, never makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Mm-hmm. But let's say they are something like a forest spirit or a fae folk or something. Mm-hmm. This would be a very good scare tactic for that same reason. Mm-hmm. If they want you out of there, make their eyes glow red, and you have all this conjuring of demo, you know, demons and stuff like that, you're like, okay. Yeah. That's something a little different. I'm gone. I would be gone. Mm-hmm. Anything else to add to that one? Um. So, and, well... To get to your back to your experience when you saw Bigfoot, I seen eyes shine. Shine, yeah. So that's the difference. Now they ever glowed? Any accounts of them glowing a different color than red? As far as I've found in all my research, which is not everything, mm-hmm. uh, no. Okay. It always seems to glow red, red, but shine, shine or a, reflect a, a green, yellow, or or a, a green yellow. Kind of like a cat's eye. Yeah, mine was a little more. Of the greener, but okay. it, uh, the cats can have a little bit of a variance too. Right, yeah. Uh, they can be yeah. more yellow, yeah. like, a, like a dark pea yellow yeah. color. Yeah. That's kind of what we've seen. Yeah. 
Okay. And yeah. then the last. So this was a submission by, you want to do his name? Brian Thorpe. Thorpe. So yeah. sorry, Brian, if we mispronounce your last name, uh, but we're going with Thorpe. Yeah. As long as it's spelled right, that's how I would pronounce that. And there's a chance that that's not correct either. Exactly. Uh, but came from Atlantis. So these are the true Atlanteans are what's, are what's left of them. Remnants is, of them. Is the Sasquatch population around the world. Mm-hmm. So imagine if there was a, I don't know what Plato said how long ago Atlantis was. Wasn't it like 9,000 years ago? Is when, it was old. Is when Atlantis oh, it was met its total, demise. Total, I think it was 11,200. Is when it was destroyed. Or it was 9,000 BC. So yeah, that's about right. Yeah, 11,200 yeah. because that lines up with that meteor strike. Okay, the Younger Dryas the, event. Yeah the, yeah, the Younger Dryas event. Um, so if, if a human-like creature were to survive that and then was moved to the wilds and the woods and then lived there for, you know, 11,000 years, I could see it developing into a big, bulky, hairy man creature. I mean, why not? You they know? may just look like that from the beginning. Or that too. That could be the other thing, yeah. They could just uh, have already I been like that. They didn't have to change. I just imagined yeah. that they were... The first race to kind of get that kind of stuff rolling. So, like, Bigfoots could have built Atlantis? Yeah, that's what I, was, that's what I took from it. Oh, okay. That, that uh, these were the original uh, inhabitants. These original Atlanteans were Sasquatch. Interesting. And then during the Younger Dryas event, which is, like, all we know is it was a horribly catastrophic event. Right. And people fared it a lot better than these guys did because we were as advanced. Yeah. So, we were just kind of, things that could hide in caves or really did well. Hmm. Well, definitely. Well, and you got like cave cities too that were that we've discovered, mm-hmm. like that Darren Kuyu and nothing Turkey. that old though. Uh yeah, no, nothing I don't that think big so. that old. That was a long time ago. How old's Gobekli Tepe? Uh, I'd have to look, but I think only like seven thousand. Hmm. And you're talking eleven thousand two hundred. Right. Yeah. These are that's big stretch time. Big big time. Mm-hmm. But, but go back to me, maybe even younger than that. It may only be like four. I we should probably do a little more research before mm-hmm. we talk Apparently about it. Here, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Off the yeah, where's our tech? Our tech, uh, our techs taking so, the tech support. Yeah, <laughs> me and Emily are very tired. If you can tell, I'm a little more low energy than normal. We have a puppy and it's going nuts at night now. It started that phase. Terrible twos. Mm-hmm. Just want to grab him and shake him. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so Brian, I don't know if you were serious when you put submitted this, but we took it serious. There you go. Oh yeah, I like Atlantis. I like the past and things like that. And Atlantis is already found. I don't believe it. The Eye of Sahara. Yeah, I don't believe it. I think that's it because the rings, the interlocking rings, uh, irrigation system, fits one of his uh, descriptions perfectly. It does, but I think uh, it could have been copied too at some point. I don't know. The, I, to me, the age frame of that fits pretty good and everything. Yeah. And it was pretty advanced for its way. For sure. Uh, and when and when he was talking about advanced, he just meant more advanced than his local area, which would have been indoor plumbing. Right, yeah. I mean, people think that meant helicopters and boats, like motorized boats. No. It could have, though. It, he meant more advanced. It could have, but he meant more advanced when he where he lived. Right, yeah. It just means they could poop inside and it would go somewhere else. <laughs> That's advanced, that. That was. I know. I, I It is. It really is. They were pooping in a bucket. <laughs> And then throwing it in the street. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I mean, 
like, wait, wait, are I poop in this bucket and it goes somewhere? Where's it go? <laughs> They're pooping in a bucket and just throwing it. I get, I'm just imagining someone. They did that to the friggin', like, 1600s. <laughs> I'm imagining someone. Yeah, that's why there was, like, the, I don't know, everyone got sick and died, and probably. Yeah, because there was, anyways, off the, uh, we're, okay. <laughs> I'm just imagining that someone opening their front door and just. That's what they did. People would get hit with it all the time. <laughs> Oh my God. In England, that happened. I uh, probably it wasn't in England. It was the Great Stink or whatever. Yeah. Or is that a different? Or is no, that, that Chicago? Was, no, or that was England. Oh, okay. Chicago's never gotten past that. Oh, okay. Chicago just reeks. Oh yeah, it's still just. Sorry if anybody lives in Chicago. I worked there for four years, about five months out of the year, and I have feelings. <laughs> well, hey, personal experience. Everyone yeah. has their own, you know. All right, so. You ready to start wrapping this bad boy up? Yes. So we're just going to do a quick uh, cover thing of all the stuff a supernatural Sasquatch could be. Uh, so right off the bat, fey folk, mm-hmm. forest spirits, natural creatures that have gained these abilities through some way, interdimensional travelers, ghosts of long extinct species, and then the, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, the, like the holograms from the the not really there, the ghost-like things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Projections. Yeah, projections. Um, I, out of all these, the ones I, I... I feel like the fey folk thing has something to it. Like there's an actual biological creature and one spirit creature that could be imitating it. I think that's a very well possible. Are we getting into our final thoughts here? Oh, yeah. I thought that's what... Okay. Oh, is that what we were getting at? Yeah, that's the next section, but yeah, it's fine. Okay. I just just kind of covering all the stuff because we went over a lot. This big, oh, yeah. big episode, big episode. Covered a lot of things. But yeah, so yeah, final thoughts. I'm right there with you um, on if you want to split it like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree with that, That that. but is that, you know, then it gets to the point, is that fair? To split the phenomena, right? That's what these people are still they're doing right now. Like naturalist bigfooters are only looking at naturalists. You know, I think you need to look at the whole picture still. Definitely, yeah. But I, that doesn't change. So the, the final question was: Does any of this change our thoughts or opinions mm. on any of this? And to me, no, because I kind of always felt that these were separate things. Yeah, that they may be. You know the 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 same face but these are to me the stories have always seemed very separate entities from my personal experience mm-hmm. the thing i experienced was nothing more than we are mm-hmm. to me it was just an intelligent animal which we are just intelligent animals it's not a derogatory it's just he i don't think he was any smarter than me i don't think he was any dumber than me i just mm-hmm. think he was a different thing mm-hmm. but i ever once in the two years we had stuff had anything that would lead me to believe he was anything more than that yeah um and then like the need for sustenance and stuff like that because they take food they right, eat yeah, stuff exactly so that points me away from some of these stuff but then you have the other like less stroud stuff and everything where yeah so i don't know sorry i didn't mean to cut you off oh no you're fine um like i think i i think we both kind of agree with that that they're there's there is a natural creature, Bigfoot, and they've definitely got something supernatural about them. Whether it's their abilities or just them themselves. And that's what I think leads to a lot of the mystery in it. And I think that's what also leads to it not being disclosed. 
I mean, that might just come down to it, why they are not revealing these things or why they won't admit these things exist. It's because they got something extra within them that just cannot be explained, maybe. And that's enough to suppress it right then and there, you know? Mm-hmm. But who knows? Who freaking I mean, knows at the end of the day? That's what it's, I mean, that's what it's about. Yeah. We were requested this. This would not have been something I probably would have done on our own for a while, maybe. Definitely you, I could see not doing. It just, I mean, not, yeah. not that there's anything wrong with anything we've just talked about. It just is generally not my cup of tea. Right, yeah. But it's something I think we needed to cover. I think after it was suggested, it was well worth the time. Mm-hmm. I think it may have been a little dry. I'm sorry, guys. You know, wasn't a lot of comedy in this one because we were just trying to bust through this because it was chunky because we were at like an hour 15-ish. Okay. This will be our longest episode. All right. This is a good one, though. I liked all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I like this sort of supernatural stuff because I know there's something there, but I can't put my finger I on agree. it. I agree. Because how do you? With the way we learn things, you know, you got to actually have. You know, we don't agree on a lot of this stuff a lot of the times, which is good. Yeah. But I think we've, as far as this is concerned, have kind of come to the same conclusion-ish that these are maybe two separate things yeah the fey folk side of it and or fey like thing spirit side of it yeah and the actual flesh and blood sasquatch Mm -hmm. and i mean when you really start splitting hairs it's just like a lot of this doesn't make sense for an animal to do Mm -hmm. and a lot of this doesn't make sense for a spirit to do Mm -hmm. so it's just it's like it just feels like two different things they have similar faces which um something trying to hide and you know you want to hide in plain sight you want to be there without anyone realizing you're actually there so why not imitate something else that's there you blend right in i agree i agree so i think that does it for supernatural sasquatch unless you have anything else to add i think we added a lot i think it was good so before we go two things first thing I want to thank everybody at home. We have had very fast growth. Mm -hmm. We've had amazing support so far. And we have, I mean, I hope you can tell that we put a lot of energy and money into the upgrades we did Mm -hmm. to help make the show better, more easy to listen to and stuff like that. Make your experience a little better. I think we are getting better at this. How many likes do you think we said this episode? I don't think as many as we normally do. Yeah. I think we're getting smoother. So I just want to thank everybody for the support and the outreach and stuff like that. Same. Uh, it does mean a lot because it's something that is starting to come into fruition. Like the amount of, I know if you don't do a podcast, it's hard to understand. Like the downloads we're getting, we're getting really good numbers for a newer podcast. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to thank everybody. It makes this more fun, that's yeah. for sure. It, yeah, it helps when you know somebody's listening. Right. <laughs> uh, All over the globe. And last thing, we're kind of looking for a fun bit to do at the end, so if you have suggestions, we'd love to hear them. I may put a poll up today. But for now, we're going to stick with our sounds, and I think it's Jay's turn. It's always my turn. No, because I always say it's your turn, then you make me do it. <laughs> uh, we'll do it together. We'll uh, each do one. Wh- what are we going to do? Supernatural Sasquatch. What do you think? Okay, what do you think a forest spirit Sasquatch sounds like? 
Okay, ready? Yeah, don't be. Hey there, fella. <laughs> Bob Ross coming yeah, out of the woods. It, yeah. That would be the scariest single thing. Watch. Why don't you come over to this tree over here? And there's, there's no such thing as mistakes, just happy little accidents. Right. Yeah, there would be the amount of pee that would be coming out of my body. <laughs> right. It would be, uh, you know, biblical levels of flooding. It's okay to be scared, it's okay. Justin. It's okay. You're not the first one. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Thanks. That was, yeah, that's a serial killer with telepathy. You can't be happy unless you're sad first. <laughs> The vaguest threats. <laughs> right, yeah. That is just just a threat. <laughs> that's how you ever you take it. Yeah, no, that's a threat. <laughs> that's more of a feeling. That's a ring between the lines. So is that our call? That was my call? What? That. <laughs> you know, you didn't bring up the one thing at all this episode. I'm not going to tell you what it was. Oh, I know exactly what it is. Okay. Maybe we'll save it for the next one. All right, so I think a... Ghost Bigfoot would be, ooh, I'm a Neanderthal <laughs> from the Paleolithic. Yeah, they're very. I don't know if that's right or not. I don't. I don't know either. But it's. I could. I, I could see them saying that. Oh yeah. They, okay. They know where they're from. All right. I've been Justin, and I've been Jay, and we are Cryptids of the Corn. Thank you guys again, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. You've been listening to Cryptids of the Corn. Be sure to join us in the next episode where we tantalize your intellect and expand the horizons of your mind. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, stay magical.